welcome to I, I love, love that. that a bachelor podcast because uh the unexamined life isn't worth living we are doctors wade and zach doctors of brainology <clears throat> brainology and reality tv yeah coming to break down the bachelorette hannah's season and talk about these clowns and discuss their <laughs> psychological profiles and who we like don't like what we think's gonna happen uh if you're along for the ride no doubt you would agree that this has been a really fun season so far it's been a fantastic season good television let me tell you yeah it definitely has been fucking fantastic television it blows colton season it blows becca's season Ari season. season all out of the water it's the best in like the last year or four iterations of the bachelor and bachelorette i would dare say it's on par with uh paradise just in terms oh, of sure. entertainment yeah. no 100 percent. It, it makes me so excited about uh paradise oh yeah i can't wait for paradise we can see some of these guys on there my god in addition to the rosters we've seen the last few years yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna fun be fucking awesome yeah it is gonna be fucking great oh man so this episode ended on a cliffhanger yeah so this will be a little bit of a refresher yeah, just, for the episode uh, that happens Monday night. Yeah, hopefully you can listen to this before watching and uh, kind of remind yourself where everyone's at and who you should be rooting for, how you should be feeling about these people. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh my god, so much, so much happened. So much did happen, and it it all started out with my favorite Chris Harrison um, <laughs> showing up, going, "What's up, guys?" And then uh, you know he goes, "There were thirty of you, and there are fifteen left," and by God, John Paul Jones and Grant are still on the I know. I did not expect that. What is Grant's deal? Like, John Paul Jones has been good for a couple of laughs, and he seems like he'd be a cool dude to hang out with, if I'm being honest. I'd get a beer with JPJ, for sure. sure. But Grant I, hasn't shined at all. I would get a beer with Grant, too. Yeah. But I don't know what, I don't know what Grant's deal is. I don't know what the fuck, like, he's about at all. And I wonder if he's going to get, and we've talked about this, if he's going to get the Kerpa treatment, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, wow, you're a totally put together human, uh, but we're not picking you. Yeah, because you, know? you didn't get swept up in the madness of this. Correct. You're stable. Correct. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. Grant doesn't have a job, but I bet he's doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they sold the the the, the reason why I don't like making the Kerpa, uh comparison is because kerpa had a fucking career yeah what was she a dental hygienist dental hygienist okay yeah and so it's like okay you you don't need this mm-hmm. but you know grant being i i bet you he's gonna get a one-on-one here eventually and then you know knock at a rose and get sent home sure <laughs> for not not caring enough yeah or not playing yeah. into the game Correct. But like, yeah, that's the whole question is what is he doing there? Mm-hmm. I know on the uh, well, y- the pre-show, Chris Harrison was talking about them and you know his profile on the ABC website is that he keeps it real and tells it like it he's is. He's a dude. So obviously whatever does end up happening with him, it's going to be that. And then, yeah. and then that might be the end of it and that's all there was to say yeah. about him. But it's a wonder he's still there. I have my suspicions he's a plant. I was gonna bring that up that I he were you posited that he's a producer plant and he very mm. fucking well could be like he could just be a shepherd for the other bachelors like working them up over who to confront or what you know what I mean 
Like, hey, hey Mike, you got to call out uh, Luke P on his yeah, shit. Or... And, and that's why we don't mm-hmm. see anything from him, because it's so obviously producership. Maybe. Who was the girl from... Uh... <clears throat> oh... From Colton's season, she was one of the the tall blonde, never been kissed girl. I'm drawing a blank I on her name know right never now. Been kissed. But I had a sense that she might have been a plant as well. She for sure would have been plant. She um, like took herself out of the game gracefully when she got way farther than she should have. She did get her kiss though mm-hmm. to the fireworks, which was the most contrived. It was so painful to watch. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, just kiss, god damn it, good lord, yeah. just kiss. She couldn't be giving you more hints like good god um which is why colton season sucked colton sucked colton season sucked so anyway all right sorry chris harrison moment chris harrison jpj and grant still in the game for some reason <laughs> and then they get sent to uh a state in the union rhode island <laughs> yep and everyone was legitimately stoked which i find funny but i also kind of get because if you had been trapped in that decrepit fucking mansion you would probably be stoked to go anywhere as well. Yeah. I think like something that's really easy to forget episode to episode is that these people are sequestered. They like, haven't left. They don't have phones. They probably don't even have TV. They're all just hanging out. They're sleeping in bunk beds. Yeah. Remember when uh It's savage. When Birdman from Becca's season like fell out of a bunk bed and oh, face planted yeah. and yeah. You know, this is not this is not creature comforts. Like yes, they <clears throat> are they're in a big house in, in California, but it's Outside also Paris, it's like know? worse than a dorm it's oh, yeah. worse than a cabin on a camping trip with the scouts or whatever you do yeah. like there's there's at least pizza yeah i've seen pizza um but yeah no it looks like it sucks i couldn't do it i have night terrors <sighs> i'd have to sleep on the couch or do outside you, every I, night I have, a, I have a friend who gets <laughs> night terrors and he's got bruises on his arms here because he sleeps like this and he squeezes in his sleep. Oh wow! Yeah, it's pretty intense. Man, one one night, um, actually, when I went to Israel with him, um, we bunked a couple times, and he never like screamed or anything. But I was like, dude, what the fuck happened? Like, what's going on with those bruises? And he's like, oh, I get night terrors. But he he sleeps stationary and scared, and it's it's wow. pretty crazy. Maybe he needs like a weighted blanket or mittens or something like to be I, swaddled. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, so I went to his wedding, and he's the sweetest person, just the nicest, coolest, sweetest dude. Um, and then you're just like, wow, what kind of painful experiences have you experienced you know mm-hmm. to make you go through this and it's like i'm sorry you know you you don't deserve this and it, it it's a, it's a captivating thing to watch and so i couldn't imagine someone with night terrors having to go through this sure. experience that would be nuts yeah just one of the many <laughs> potential discomforts of being locked together correct but the whole point of this is uh that hannah's like the only woman they see yeah. And you kind of forget that, like, they're probably very lonely. I'm sure that some of the guys get along, have friendships. Yeah. Maybe they're good at killing time or whatever. But yeah. if you're not, or if you're an anxious person, or if you're, like, this is a nightmare. two in your head, like, yeah. it's, it's a strange psychological experiment. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, a lot of these guys are super classy. I'm, I'm rooting for, you know, a half a dozen of them that yeah. seem like solid dudes, especially this episode. You mm-hmm. see some good showcasing, but... uh you know, don't forget that these people are having their minds played with and they're in a mm-hmm. unique position that no human in the natural world is mm-hmm. ever in. Yeah, no, for real, for real. And 
you know, and one of those people that I'm definitely rooting for, I know you are, is Jed. Tennessee Jed. <clears throat> yeah, Tennessee Jed. Nice. It's too bad they didn't play it. We got to listen to that show. Yeah. They, um, they might have, like, we might have missed it I, when we were showing up. They did up, play they it in the last, so uh, Wade and I went and saw Dead & Co. Uh, earlier this week, and they, it was their fourth show of their tour, and they played Tennessee Jed within the last three, and they generally wait four shows to replay it. Oh, really? So they might not have. So all of the okay. songs that we heard, they hadn't played in the last four shows. Oh, Wow. Yeah. So many songs to no, uh, yeah. have that freedom. Yeah, I mean, but we got, like, Ramble on a Rose. Trucking. And trucking, yeah, and fucking trucking, yeah. which is crazy. Um, yeah, I know, you know, whatever. My my mom may or may not listen, but I was high as fuck. Oh, I was too. Night. I was so fucking high that uh, it was just like, I'm like, okay, I'm high and I'm standing and I'm watching this. But it was great. Yeah. But, anyway... Tennessee Jet. Tennessee Jet. Yeah. <laughs> thread from the uh, Grateful Dead here. Sorry. Um, he gets the first one-on-one. Yeah. And Hannah B., I think, does the cutest thing I've seen a bachelorette do in a while and makes up historical landmarks. Yes. It was so sweet and so genuine, and it really comes off that, like, oh, my God, Hannah B., like, really isn't that far removed from one of us. Mm-hmm. It, it's so relatable. Yeah. There's uh, t- two takeaways. One is uh, getting to see the Bachelorette try to entertain the guys or impress the guys. Yeah. Because I'm, so, yeah, I'm nice. so tired of the, the show kind of having people sit down. So here's where I think our relationship is at. And like, I have feelings for you. And like, I don't want to hear you talk about your feelings. Show me... Real Pe- connection. Yeah, show me a date that's going well. People yeah. getting along, cracking yeah. jokes. So seeing Hannah do that in an effort to amuse Jed is like something you don't see on the show a lot. It makes her seem mm-hmm. real, accessible. It, was sweet. it yeah. was sweet. And personally, I thought it was more entertaining. No, no, totally, totally. Yeah. She shits all over Becca. Mm-hmm. And I loved the uh, no representation, taxation. And, oh, yeah. And that the camera <laughs> stayed on her yeah. and they spent a minute and then she got it right. Yeah. No taxation without representation. And, and at the end, the producer's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you're so cute. Like, but it also speaks to her growth because she wasn't that well-spoken in Colton season. Correct. So them giving her a chance to complete her thoughts but also to fumble along the way, like a real person. It Correct. just it just makes Correct. her that much more charming. Yeah, charm charming. Perfect. She's so charming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her and Jed go around. They go to what I imagine is the most bullshit store in Rhode Island, Quincy Way. Mm-hmm. Then Well, they wind up at the Cheers bar in Boston. Yes, they want before that though, they hit the photo booth, take mm-hmm. some cute photos. I have a question about this that I wanted to bring up. Please. Um, we were getting snapshots from the crew, right? Mm-hmm. While they were doing this. Um, whoops. They're, you're getting snapshots. Like, you see it in the thing here? Yeah. I don't think that's the actual thread that they got, though. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you think that the so they're uh, like there's like a camera mm-hmm. in there and they're playing it like we're gonna be secret and take our photos and yet we get to see all of these shots, and so I wonder if there's a, 
I wonder how manicured these shots that we are that we get to see. Well, as you, as you can see, the film strip, the you know the one by four that prints out from yeah. a photo booth. What we're looking at is in front of a graphic. This is not something a person is holding in their hand and showing you. Here is the physical strip. That Shit, maybe that... they scanned it and put it into this graphic. It's possible. I'm sure they did dozens though. Like it's You're right. television. You're right. They yeah. you know they're You're gonna... right. <laughs> You're right. They could do a take two if all the pictures looked silly or, or you know, yeah. like not, not like too, too silly good. for TV. Yeah. 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 So anyway, like you said, they end up at the Cheers bar. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought there was an inordinate amount of people drinking vodka sodas at the Cheers bar. Didn't, Just wanted to bring that up. It was I didn't really, catch it. I, I paused it and I was like, so only Hannah and Jed are drinking beers. Everyone else is literally drinking mm -hmm. like a vodka soda. And I thought... Yeah. Are you guys all fake? Is this all plants? Oh, good call. You know, like people who what is who, this? They answered the ad like, "Do you yeah. want to be on TV? Like, yeah. we're filming something. We need weird. extras for the bar." Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. And then they're like, "Kiss, kiss, kiss, kiss," which obviously the producers like, "We need you all to see, chant this. We need mm -hmm. you to get done this." And so, because you got to sign release forms, maybe it was easier to shut down the bar, pay the people, and get extras in there to follow your fucking rules what then dealing with real freaks yeah from the real world yeah. but they did a good job showing what could have been rhode island people maybe i mean mm -hmm. i mean actually they're in boston so i mean with you explaining it it seems suspect but when i watched it it didn't it didn't connect yeah. to me as much as it does we'll talk about it with tyler's one-on-one -on -one. okay this okay, you know cool. the situation of having plants where it feels extra awkward the yes. cheers the cheers thing didn't feel too bad sure yeah i'm literally sitting here pausing and stopping and typing and i'm like mm -hmm. nah, i don't know about this one no There's something going on here but anyway good catch though don't give him an inch yeah. back <laughs> it's all fake <laughs> Yes, exactly. So they have a good day that cheers. Um, then they move on to the most obvious product plant, the Halo Top ice cream. Oh my gosh. How do you feel about Halo Top ice cream, Wade? As I was talking before we hit record, it's my understanding that it's mainly ice with some flavoring and that you literally have to let it thaw out on the counter for up to a half hour before you can even get a spoon in there to carve out a bite. Okay. And it's still close to 500 calories for pint. So it to to me it seems like a it seems like a hassle, Zach. <laughs> it seems like more trouble than it's worth. You could go for a low fat ice cream or a froyo. So, if you're counting calories, there's no reason for this. Here's what we're gonna do. Brittany is working right now, mm -hmm. so I can't call her. But I think when we record our next episode, it'll be during the day, and I can call her. We're gonna call her live on air. And we're gonna have her explain why she has Halo Top ice cream in her freezer. Yeah. <laughs> and what she thinks about it maybe it's good yeah or just like what is what is the thought process i, yeah. I always wonder that well it's, yeah it's yeah. locale okay so you're just worried about calories i have questions yeah and i think Brittany's game to answer them she basically says i'm allowed to reference her because mm -hmm. she watches it as well i just okay. can't use her last name i mean she's in the bracket we're all in the bracket yeah, my wife's in the bracket, the bracket. my yeah. mother-in-law's yeah. in the bracket like, is she really oh no she's not she wanted she wanted in but uh oh, well, I, I talked mean, her out of it oh okay i'll let her in i mean she was like two weeks late to the game and, uh, uh, she listens to the podcast though so though. i'm really trying to watch my language here <laughs> ah i see well what's her name claudia hi claudia hi claudia i'm zach Looking forward to seeing you on the that, 4th. That's wait. I can't wait to see you on the... I'm invited? On my wife and I's trip back home? Yeah. 
if you can get a ticket, bro, <laughs> I'm not going to say no. When's it? Have you ever been to Texas? Um, you know, no. Um, no, I have a standing order with my friends, Jeff, David, and Victor. Um, I spent years finding where my father was buried. And I found out that his plot is, in fact, in Texas. Nice. Do you know where about? Uh, I have a photo of it somewhere. I can, okay. I can, I can show you, and you can tell me. I'm no Texas expert, and the okay. idea is to go out there and see the uh, uh, grave. Okay. So eventually, I will, and you'll be coming along because you're a Texas native. Nice. Yeah. That's a real bummer of a reason to get there, but uh, hey, I'd be happy to. You know, yeah. to partake in that journey it's it's no it's no bummer no i didn't mean that disrespectfully but you know (laughs) but it'll get you to texas (laughs) i'm I'm down for it i need barbecue i need queso and uh uh, where do they keep in a weird is it austin they keep it weird in austin i'd like to go to austin there is a certain joy to a tex-mex restaurant that you will find in a strip mall Usually okay. next to a dentist's office or some kind of That's what uh, I'm curious about. arts and craft store. Being from L.A. and having great Mexican food everywhere. Mm-hmm. That I want to know what Tex-Mex is. For those of you that are cross-listeners to Stay Cool Forever and our Bachelorette podcast, I love that. You will know that I referenced Dr. Wilbur, my geology teacher, of the last episode, uh... Gattaca. Gattaca. And um, <clears throat> he's actually from Austin. Okay. Yeah. And he says there's, there is nothing like Texas barbecue and you cannot get it in California. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes close. There is a place in NoHo. I, I truly wish I could remember the name to give him a shout out because they get close. They, oh, yeah. They get real close. I got to go there. I got to go there and I'll, I'll Google him at my former college and send <laughs> him an email and be like, yo, have you been here? Um, I think they're, uh, it's a couple from San Antonio, so mm. they clearly learned. You've brought this up before. It's like when people me. go to go to Italy to learn how to cook pasta, like in that Master of None, or you go to France to mm-hmm. go to like the most prestigious culinary school. Like there is truly something to Texas barbecue yeah. that that's where Seems that's specific. where they're that's yeah. where they're doing it really well, if not the best. And if you well, have the skill, you can take it anywhere. Complete tangent. What's your favorite piece of Texas barbecue? I'm going to go tri-tip or brisket. I love a good brisket. Like a brisket that melts almost like it's been crock-potted. Because sometimes they'll smoke that, you know, they'll smoke Mm -hmm. it for like a whole day. Smoke that what? Smoke that stuff. Uh, That meat. That fucking meat. Yeah, delicious. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I am who I am. You can't trade me. That was me. I'm sorry. I coaxed it out of him. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, so anyway, Tennessee Jed here. <laughs> they have their Halo Top commercial. Then they meet the Boston Celtics. And uh, Scary Terry and Jalen Brown. Yeah, so Scary Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown. Seth, our Boston native friend, mm. uh, who I sent photos of this episode to. You did? Yeah, no, I had to. I was That's like, amazing. dude... Patchelorette goes to Boston. Thoughts. And he said, quote, former Celtic Terry Rozier. So both of these guys were in trade packages for another famous basketball player, Anthony Davis of the New Orleans Pelicans. And so it's really quite captivating that that Jed goes, they're like 
what did you say they're really good they're you know like, like the stars the stars of their team yeah so mm-hmm. he said they're stars of the boston celtics and watching this as a basketball fan watching in the middle of the nba finals right now they're mm-hmm. not they're great they're great players mm-hmm. for sure but they are not jason tatum their star young kid and they're not kyrie irving who's leaving this season and who's a, a star player and they're not al horford who is in fact an all-star center um However, I do think that Jed, Mr. Tennessee Jed, is a great basketball player. He's got a great stroke. Good form. Yeah, great shots. Mm-hmm. And, it's and like, that hook that, you know. No, yeah, the hook at one point is like, oh my God, Jed's got moves. Yeah. And so I wonder how much he they were forced to say because they got the Celtics involved. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand the Celtics have been contenders the last few years. They they're in the playoffs uh, well, or they did they win recently I, I don't want to cut you off at Chinese they're not really contenders okay. they were in the playoffs this year and they were in the playoffs last year mm-hmm. but they were not like superstar contenders it, it took them three or four years prior to last year to get back to the playoffs um however they do have 17 basketball championships which is one more than the Lakers the best team in the uh, NBA, although going through some hard times. However, we do have LeBron James in this year. I'm going to put the juju out now. We're getting a main star or Anthony Davis, and then we're going to take it to the Celtics or anybody who comes knocking. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, this is a really sweet tangent. Hey, uh, just b- before we move on from talking about uh, You want to do a basketball, basketball podcast? Oh, no, no, no. That's what you're going to ask. I'd love to. I would love to do it with you, too. And just to show my level of proficiency and understanding for the sport and everyone involved, um, this is the first I'm hearing of the New Orleans Pelicans. That's what their team is called? They There's, were the Hornets. You might have known them as the Hornets I, when you were From watching. NBA Jam, yeah. I, I know that the Hornets were a team. Okay, so you know how um, they were the Charlotte Bobcats? No. Okay, so... But I believe you. Michael Jordan bought Charlotte, because he's from North Carolina. Okay. And then um, they were the uh, um, they were the Bobcats for a while, and then two or three years ago, they got the rights back to the Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, which is that old throwback, um, like, uh, cyan, blue... No, no, I, yeah. I recall oh. the colors. NBA okay. Jam, I know Hornets. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then so they got the name back to the Hornets, and then New Orleans decided on a new name, the Pelicans. Okay. So it's the Charlotte Hornicans, or the New Orleans Why didn't... Hornicans. <laughs> how, come U- how come Utah got jazz for their ball team? Because... And not New Orleans, okay. or not Louisiana. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up, because... Uh, Utah Jazz, um, they moved to Utah. They were from New Orleans. Okay. That's that makes why. sense. Where, yeah. where are the Wizards from? Washington. Okay. They were the... Um, no, 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 no. It was the D.C. Was it the Washington Bullets? Oh, God. Seth's going to mm-hmm. throw me over a ringer for this. The Washington Magic Bullets? Reference to JFK's set. No, that'd no, be Dallas. they were just the Bullets. Okay. They were the Washington Bullets, and then they became the Wizards. Um, yeah, but it is Washington, D.C., so I am right. Yeah, I was thinking Seattle like Washington. Mm-hmm. So the Supersonics became the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And the Washington Bullets became the Washington um, Wizards. Charlotte became the uh, Hornets after the Bobcats. Then New Orleans was the New Orleans Hornets. Then they switched back, became the Pelicans, and the Charlotte became the Hornets again. Um, you know, Lakers are from Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this kind of transpired in the 70s when the ABA got mixed with the NBA. That's interesting. N- understanding the migrations and trades, that there's a geographic or cultural there, there route sure to is. some of the names that are now yeah. elsewhere. That's in why the people people are like the Lakers. There's no lakes in L.A. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, there are a couple man-made ones. <laughs> sure. Second of all, <laughs> uh, Minneapolis has a lot of lakes. Also, there's a bird called the Laker that's native to Minneapolis, and that's why they're the Lakers. Um, furthermore, the Clippers are from San Diego. Hmm. I'm pretty sure they were an ABA team. Now they're the Los Angeles Clippers, you know. And then, like, if, once you start going back further, there were, like, three in Missouri at one point. Hmm. <laughs> there are none in Missouri now. Interesting. Um, but anyway, there you, there you go. Nice. Yeah. So when Jed gets to the dinner date... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the NBA team. Yeah, uh, no, no, I always appreciate it. Just wanted to do a hard turn to their uh their one-on-one where he confesses that He's maybe not there. maybe part of the appeal for his initially being on the show wasn't the right reasons. It was the potential for exposure and his music career, which I respect. And let's be honest, I think most of the people who are on the show are not here for the right reasons initially. 100%, yeah. It's like a very Instagram fame game. A lot of these people have been sniffing around Bachelor Nation, Mm -hmm. you know, prior to being on the show. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, them's the times. Yeah. There's an Instagram incentive. There's a brand, a personal branding incentive. Not to say that uh, it would it would be naive to expect everyone is just here like, well, I'm just a regular fucking person and I'm just here looking for love and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a wife and a family like, you know, these yeah. people agreed to be on TV. They signed the papers. They were forced exactly. to, to do exactly. the CrossFit thing for two months and wear yeah. the clothes that they tell them to wear. So, yeah, you're giving up some autonomy. They're, these are not the all machine of the bachelor. Yeah. Right. No one's 100 percent genuine, but yeah. him confessing it to her. I don't know. Like, like it, my... it came off sweet to me. I okay. was like, good for you, dude, because you might as well head this off because these fucking snakes in the mansion yeah. are going to cut you down when you can. And so it's smart to be like, yo, I wasn't here for the right reasons, but goddamn, this has been awesome. Yeah. And that comes off real, genuine, and, and nice. And I think he played it well. Yeah, and he had a lot of momentum up to the point, so I think not only does this kind of set him apart as someone who's willing to be honest, even if yeah. it's hard, yeah. having a hard conversation, but uh, yeah, just like keeps him in the game. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking he's shooting himself in the foot. I'm like, don't say that you were here for the wrong reasons, because then she's going to start doubting. We've sort of seen the way that mm-hmm. Hannah reacts when she mm-hmm. gets a seed of doubt. She needs to for, you know fully explore it. Yeah. and get some closure on it like yeah. we're seeing with luke p like she is laser sure. focused on solving this Problem. issue yeah so when jed did that i was like oh shoot like are you, are you screwing yourself here but my wife was like that was sweet and honest and it seems that hannah took it that way as well so yeah. uh, go Brittany, jed Brittany, Brittany the same way yeah go yeah. jed um so then they move to the group date yes and it's uh rugby in rhode island proper yeah and uh 
they were really selling the blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. thing, which I thought was stupid. Got to see a lot of guys doing their best gladiator quotes. And roiding, roiding you know, out, fine. battle cries. Fine, whatever. So it ends up being a rough and tumble uh, event, and Luke P, for no reason, allegedly picks up Luke S, throws him on the ground on the sideline, nowhere mm-hmm. near the play of the ball, would have been a personal foul in football. Mm-hmm. And then as he gets up, knees him in the face, which yeah. is pretty fucking rude. And if I'm being honest, completely indicative of someone like Luffy. Sure. Predictable. Foreseeable. Yeah. 100. Like, of course he got on this group date. Are you kidding me? The yeah. producers were like, they were convulsing how fucking dope this is going to be. Yeah. Having him out there. And it's and- unfortunate that Luke S. comes off so bad here because, yo, fuck him, dude. Fuck Luke P. Yeah. And I would be like, yeah, I'm not fucking I'm I'm too sorry, I'm yelling. I'm mm. yelling in the in the mm. office. Um I'm way too vindictive of a person to not try and take him down after that. Sure. <coughs> That's fucking bullshit. How dare you fucking act at a turn, you know? You're a psychopath. You have problems. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not gonna take kindly to that, especially if my wind got knocked out of me, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And this is the uh, the Jonathan Cam situation that we saw last week, where you can recognize that you're probably not going to be the final. You know, you're not going to win the game. Other yeah. dudes are way farther ahead of you in so the you're race. Taking one for the team. So yeah, you 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 laser focus. Laser focus. The person who's a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, it was Cam. Yeah. This time it's Luke P. And they end on a cliffhanger, so I would love to believe They're that, that Luke S home? is able to bring Luke P down and, take, no and take him out with There's him. No but way. No, I know. We've seen we've, we've talked this about week, this, and yes. this season on, yeah. we know that Luke P is not going to be going home, you know, yeah. on this next episode. Yeah, Luke P calls out Garrett, no, Jed later, and so we know he's not going home, but I bet mm-hmm. you Luke S is. Yeah. Which is unfortunate that he didn't make a genuine enough connection. And yeah. I, I express no, yeah. I express my doubts about Luke S. That like, oh, he's like he works in DC. He's probably a little calculated or comes across as a little calculated. I got nothing against the guy. He's well spoken, yeah. but he hasn't had a chance to show sincerity to Hannah. Mm-hmm. So he's sure. he's kind of fucked. Like, yeah. how is he gonna no, convince yeah. her? That Luke P is a psycho when He's done Luke Luke P has put in all this love bombing groundwork yeah. to kind Shark of su- seduce Hannah into. I have know. to tell you, after doing this with you and you calling Luke P, someone with shark eyes, mm-hmm. I can't not watch him and look at his fucking eyes and be like, dude, that is intense. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a weird people reading thing. Like, no, it's I, crazy. I love. I'm I'm told that I make eye contact. And that that is like a sign of being a good listener. But I think there's sure, a, there's a sure. difference between like an engaged, I'm listening to you, eye yeah. contact, and a, I am hunting you and waiting for the moment to just murder like, you when you yeah. like. Yeah, yeah and like Luke's. Crazy. He has crazy eyes. Yeah, just, I don't know. Listeners out there, if you ever come across someone that you think has Luke P tendencies, yeah. just watch the eyes. I think you can tell. Watch the eyes. And you know what? Tell it, us an anecdote and send us an email. I love that bachelor at gmail.com. Please. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. 100%. And so anyway, like you're saying, Luke P and Luke S go back and forth. Hannah takes Luke S away first. Mm-hmm. Then Luke P comes up for his retort. The groups uh, that are there start confronting Luke P with Luke S in the room. And mm-hmm. it becomes a whole fucking thing. 
for fucking everybody in the room. Yeah. And everyone leaves Luke P once they realize he's acting like a fucking fool. And on that note, I loved when Mike just called him out that yeah. like you will say anything, you're a liar, like you're only interested yeah. in preserving and your I'm own your biggest threat. Yeah. yeah. And then Luke like clearly has been seen for what he is. Yeah. And you can see the wheels and you can see him taking a second to formulate whatever fucking lie or bullshit he's yeah. going to start saying next. Yeah. And then Grant Go Grant is the first person to just once Luke starts talking, he's Grant like, jam, Grant just gets up and he's like, I'm not. No, I, I'm not even. I can't. I can't deal with this because when you have a person like that, who's clearly just going to lie to preserve themselves, no matter what the truth of the situation is. Yeah. Why listen? Mm -hmm. Don't even listen because mm -hmm. they're wasting their breath. You're wasting your listening. Just yes. walk away from it. There's no point. Yes. Like Luke P is clearly just, you know, broken and stuck in a loop of whatever. Yes. He's been seen. I've, His days are numbered. Yes. Hopefully. I don't see him making it past the next episode. I agree. If he if he just squeezes through to this next one somehow, he's, he's already on... He's gone, gone the next season. He's on such thin ice. Yeah. And I don't know if it's producers or if Hannah is just like still holding on to that thing that she the thought... Hope, yeah. That hope of what he was in the first few episodes. Yeah. But like, yeah, this... Ticking clock, man. That guy needs to get get gone. Going further down the road, I can't remember exactly what happened with Garrett, but I think he came off sweet in this episode in the cocktail party. Yeah, he got on the map. Yes. That's what I remember. Is like, yeah. Because he's, he's on my bracket. He's one of my final two. Yeah. Might have been a miscalculation on my part. Well, again, <laughs> the calculations are so hard to, yeah. to make that early on. And he's been really under the radar so far. And I think I was saying last week, like like uh, Garrett, Dylan, mm -hmm. Devin, like these people need to, or John Paul Jones, like these people need to get in Face the game. Time. Like we yeah. are halfway through here. Yeah. You know, if you're not developing a relationship, you're, yeah. you're going home. So you're I, cut. I was so, ha happy to see Garrett at least like squeak in there and get which some. Which means he might last a couple more weeks. Yeah. And it could build, you know, it could. and Lauren, surpass other Lauren. relationships. Yeah. 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 And uh Yeah, Lauren and Becca were both like real sleepers. Sleepers in our yeah. season. Um and so then Peter has a pretty cute moment. Peter's a great great choice there. And then what? Oh, then we get the Tyler C date. Okay. Before before we get to Sorry, Tyler C. Please. Love Tyler C, but is Peter coming off as like ditzy to you? I don't know. I haven't had that thought. Just watch for he seems like a sweet guy. I got nothing I'm now against not him. I'm not gonna be able to not watch this without <laughs> in the same way Luke P's got shark eyes. No, he's uh, there's you know a good energy. Him and Hannah seem to get along well, the back and forth. But also, he's I think, like Lauren. I think they picked a, a handful of ditzy guys. Okay. For Hannah, maybe to make it easier on her. It's okay. just eye candy dudes who are, and and I know I have the tendency to say like and uh and you know I I do that by time sure broy talk but yeah. I I do notice it with Peter interesting and it's sweet and flirty yeah but I also wonder what else he has to say or it how is, sustainable it, it's it interesting is. because Tyler sees super fucking fratty mm -hmm. and yet he's had some great fucking takes yeah and I'm like oh. 
okay, you are not more than the, you know, meets the eye. Mm-hmm. Even just like confronting Cam, like identifying that that, that behavior, was, yeah. I think shows some objective yeah. intelligence. Tyler like, C is a transformer, dude. Yeah. So Robots let's in disguise. <laughs> more than meets, you know. I know the song. Get, let's get let's get into his date. Hannah's crying. She's yeah, clearly troubled. Having a moment, which which happens, I think, a lot in Bachelorettes. Maybe earlier, mm-hmm. for Hannah's sake, you know, I feel like the the kind of I don't know why I'm here or she what I'm doing up here. Scenarios here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and she's been dealing with a lot of shit too. A so, lot, yeah. Like from date one, you had Scott the plant, and yeah, now, you know, you got yeah. Cam, you got Luke P. So you got Grant. Well, we'll see. We'll see what Grant does. I was Grant just does. saying, Grant, yeah. just because. So, I'm not knocking her for being a little uh, emotional at this point. But yeah. that's that's where we start this date. Yeah. And so, anyway, I think Tyler does a really great job of making her feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really sweet and thoughtful. You were going to say something to me about the people in the date. Because I brought up all the cheers people were fake. Day, yes. Well, we'll 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 get there. Uh, I thought of Tyler as a frat dude. Me too. And him 100%. and him and Connor just totally come across as guys who haven't had to struggle too much to yes. get women to be interested in them. So I looked up Tyler's Instagram. He's a total model. He looks like a fucking Calvin Klein mm-hmm. sex symbol. God bless him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, very, very classically handsome, yeah. good looks, and very easygoing, talks in a very casual, That fool can't be phased. He is high as a kite always, because he's a frat boy. Yeah, that's the impression I got. Yeah. There's just not a lot of struggle going. And yet, somehow, on this date, not only does he use that very easygoing attitude to make Hannah feel more comfortable... Mm-hmm. And to not get self-conscious about it himself. You know yeah. what I mean? You could make it no, about yeah. yourself. Like, oh no, this is my date and she's fucking yeah. depressed. And yeah. same thing with Connor when she was sick. Mm-hmm. And I compare the two of these guys. Because they look alike. And they're chill as fuck. And yeah. that's like, they're it's total good. They're frat boys, yeah. Like, don't make it about you. Just go with the flow. And Tyler nailed it on this date. Made her feel nailed secure. It. And then at the, the one-on-one dinner... He comes out and says, my dad was in a coma oh, and, close yeah. to, and close to death 10 yeah. days before I showed up here. Right before this shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, you real fucking human. Good Lord. Yeah. You were going through some shit. And like, I just want to. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Kudos for keeping your shit together. Like it's appropriate to share your emotions and your struggles with people. But on this show, let's take Cam from last week. Yes, like, who used my, fake I, fucking bullshit. I had to give my dog away. My grandma died. Mm-hmm. I maybe need a surgery, but it hasn't actually cost me anything yet. Yeah. So he's using these sympathy tragedies. And to, here's, here's, to hang around. Yeah, and here's Tyler, who has probably the heaviest shit of anyone Real on the... Real fucking on, tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. And he kept it together and and it probably the experience helped him grow as a person and made her feel okay through yeah. her completely trivial sadness. Sure. Okay, when you're comparing the two, you're going to be okay, Hannah. Yeah. My dad's in a coma. Like they gave me a million bucks to decide which of 30 hunks I want to like get engaged to. Yes. No pressure. Yes. And he yes. He, he bottled dude, that. And showed up and was Makes, a yeah. class act. I'm I am shocked that Tyler is a class act. Yeah, 
But I'm not gonna lie, it makes me feel good inside. Cause he's on your bracket. <laughs> I don't think he's that far. I mean, just like from a human perspective, it's like wow. You really can't judge a book by its cover. Thanks, Bachelorette. Yes. <laughs> and no, and in that way, it was super nice. Yeah. No, it was. I was like, oh my god, he's not a fucking MBA from Florida piece of shit who looks mm. like a fucking Calvin Klein model. He's a real human going through real shit, made her feel okay, and is probably a really cool dude. And I hope nothing mm-hmm. but good things for this guy. Until he comes out with something anti-Semitic, then I will cut him off yeah. at his knees, but I don't think he will. I think he's Same. a good dude. Yeah. You know? that's It's, it's refreshing. Yeah. To see someone who you would instantly peg as, oh, I bet this is a very fortunate privilege. He's good looking. He's never struggled. He's probably... To Charlotte. Charlottesville. Yes. This is a... Yeah. 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 But as it turns out, decent person. Um, human struggles. Decent. Yeah. And has I faced was... adversity. Yes. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. Not as much as Jed, but I'm rooting for you. Yeah. And it makes me happy. If the final three... Is Jed, Tyler C, and Luke? I'm going to be like, shit. Luke P? Peter. I meant Peter. Peter, okay. That's sorry. what that's what I was thinking, sorry, and then sorry. you said Luke. I meant Peter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, That would be awesome for the show, for Hannah. It, it would make me stoked. Yeah. It, re- it really, really fucking would, because I, I kind of like all three guys, and mm-hmm. I think you're right. Peter might be the ditziest. Yeah. But I think Jed's going to win still. I think Tyler C. won't make it to the final two. But yeah. he's going to make a killing in paradise. Definitely. And would be a decent contender for the next Bachelor if Peter weren't more uh, suitable for what I think ABC would want. Oh my god, you're right. Is it ABC? It is ABC. Okay. Yeah. Not NBC? Not NBC. Okay. The Peacock is different from Disney. I don't watch TV. This is all on it's app, fair. so I don't it's keep fair. track yeah. of it. Yeah, no. I mean, if okay. they didn't give me the whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, right. Oh, 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 I wouldn't know that it was ABC. All right. Um. So okay. So Tyler C does a great job. Then we and, get the and then they go to the Jake Owens concert. Yeah. This is what you were asking about before. Mm-hmm. There's a theme, and my my wife really harps on this and makes it apparent to me that it's bizarre that. At least a handful of times in every season, Bachelor, Bachelorette, they end the date by showing up at a concert of some usually obscure musician that yeah. maybe, you know, act. Yeah. And then they play their song and the couple, the Bachelor <clears throat> or Bachelorette and their date stand up, you know, on, this, on the stage in front of everybody and they just watch them make out yeah. and kiss and try to be casual about Can it. Can I be honest with you, though? Um, the lyrics of this song, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my heart, it was so sweet. Even if it was contrived. No, the, the, I, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I was, no, I would hundred percent agree with you that it's fucking weird that you get 80 people into a room to watch someone elevated on a fucking platform, uh-huh. making out to an artist who actually kind of sucks. But if you remove yeah. all of that and you think about the lyrics and these two, I was like, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> no, and and that's and I'm sure that's what works for your average viewer. Yeah, no, nothing, yeah. Nothing against your average viewer. Enjoy this show if you can enjoy it and not 
think about it, it in yeah. psychological <laughs> terms like we do. But like what I'm seeing is these two people put upon to, oh, we are uh, being watched by everyone and we're pretend so- to be in love. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to kind of dance and <laughs> yeah. then we'll dance closer and then we'll kiss and then we'll laugh and then maybe yeah. we'll like, ha ha ha. But there's still two more minutes of song yeah, to go. And uh, and Jake Owens is like right our line of his line of sight yeah. is just us so jake owens has to just watch these people make out and like well i better do my song well so i get some good publicity because yeah. i'm on the bachelor and then everyone in the audience is predominantly women on their cell phones presumably taking instagram videos like yeah. look i was at a bachelor filming it's a great play there's it's, it's a great marketing play man yeah you know jake owens just signed a disney record or whatever and it, it's an amazing play because, like, if you didn't work in music, you'd be like, "Oh, maybe I'll check that out." That was a real meaningful thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you didn't psychoanalyze it all, sure, yeah, it's it's the same as like a young young adult show having yeah. a song at the sound, you know, at the yeah, end credits, and you're sure. like, "Check out this artist," yes, and you 100%, do. I understand 100%. ad ads and branding. But if you deconstruct this recurring theme of making out in it's front of an obscure musical act, it's a real bizarre thing. It's happened a number of times already this season. Which yeah. Is, seems a little much. You know what the weirdest one was? In a the Kate, one where they... Oh, good. It was in Caitlyn's season, which I don't know if uh, you... I, we, I don't think I watched it. We went back and watched it. It was a lot of fun if you haven't seen her Bachelorette. But uh, on a date... Remember the dude who was on Paradise who liked Rob Thomas? And married the girl yeah. that was the virgin yeah, from the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude was on a date with Caitlyn. And the fucking Cranberries played a private... The Cranberries? The Cranberries played a private concert with strings of, of Linger. No audience. They were in a cathedral while the Holy Cranberries shit. played Linger for them. And got to dance and be intimate to that. And that was, uh, you know... And she, like, died last year. Yeah, no, fuck. So... Part that's of, crazy. Part of me was like, wow, that sucks Like that you were reduced to being on The Bachelor because the Cranberries have such great music. But it was also like, as, far as, great, as yeah. far as that kind of date goes, like yeah. a musical act is playing for you, awesome. that's like A-list shit. Question. Completely unrelated but related. Do you think Joe Biden would work out to the Cranberries? Zombie, maybe. Or Salvation, Zombie. one like an upbeat Zombie. song. Yeah, 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 yeah. He totally would. Or uh, what was? I think it's called Dreams. That the other one. Can you sing a little the bit? other single. Uh, if not, it's okay. You know, it's like the it's like real upbeat. Uh, Don't know it. That doesn't help me. No. That's okay. Should I? Say? We'll listen to it afterwards. Okay, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, anyway, listen, listener, yeah. it's one of their two most popular songs. Okay. Not Linger, the other one. Excellent. Cranberries, check it out. Um, so. Tell us he has a great date. Yeah. It went well. I'm glad he's on the map. Me I'm too. glad he appears to be a contender. I love him. Brittany loves him. I get a little jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not really, but whatever. How are you going to compete with that, though? Form, huh. Former linebacker. Oh, I can't compete with that. Probably Ivy League. That's why I'm a little bit jealous. Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. She wants him. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> good Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, I got, a, a, I got a couple dogs. It's fine. <laughs> Um, but anyway, they go to the cocktail party. Cocktail party turns into a complete shit show. It's yeah. the Luke P and Luke S show, and it's very fucking unfortunate. They've carried in this the cocktail party, mm-hmm. and it gets so bad and so fucking stupid that it becomes the whole night, and that's the cliffhanger we get left off on. Yeah. Hannah B goes, Luke P, 
Lucas, I need to talk to you. And then we get, oh, 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 and that's it, you know. Well, no, then we get the after, uh, the post-credits. Oh, sure. Of the, dr- yeah, the, the drummer. Straight that drummer. was getting the, it, by the way. It was fun. Yeah, that fool was getting it. I was kind of embarrassed for everyone yeah. in that scene, yeah. but, uh, you know, good, good times. But yeah, these, uh, this is the second cocktail date, at that least, Luke P has fucking derailed. Center of, yeah. Yeah. And uh, as I was saying, I, I thoroughly enjoyed when Mike... I wrote like Mike preach because he was the only one who fully saw Luke P and called him out like you're a sociopath. As he should have. You're yeah. a compulsive liar. Like we all see this. I'm sure most of the guys see this. And then to have him say it and then you watch Luke sit there like, uh, uh, how am I going to lie my way out of That's this? That's the kind of shit, man, that if I was on this show, I, I would I would just fall. I would die on that hill. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, Luke P. You fake fucking Christian. Fuck you, dude. You're yeah. not fucking real. I will take you down with me because I am a vindictive little bastard. <laughs> okay, and I'm just not having it. It's it, yeah. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. Should not have any of the uh, respect or credibility that he has lied his way into. I so, hope yeah. he goes back to a life of pure shame and sadness. Mm. Because he's a fake fucking piece of shit, and I don't fucking like him. Yeah, I also wish nothing but the worst for him. Because, mm-hmm. and I, you know, you know my feelings. Yeah. On, on Luke P. Like just, just. I think the audience knows. Fuck that guy. I hate liars. I hate fuck boys. He's short. He's got a baby dick. I want him and his stupid fucking baby he's dick. He's got a baby off dick. Off this show. <laughs> I hope he goes to prison or lives, you know, like dies a real slow um, death yeah. from some awful disease yeah. that, you know, you wouldn't wish upon anybody. I hope he's got a venereal disease that he hasn't gotten checked out before in his pre-Christian days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the cocktail party completely <laughs> fucking derails. It's a complete fucking waste of time. Yeah. And we get less than a goddamn cliffhanger. And so hopefully we get two rose ceremonies next episode. Hopefully. Yeah, really narrow those brackets down. One final thought on the whole Luke thing. I thought it was interesting how uh, when, when Luke S. points it out to him, like, I just need you to tell her that you were wrong. Admit that you were wrong. And I feel like this theme has come up in other media I've watched lately. And maybe it's our, uh, you know, Trump era, just the the sort of climate that we're in. What do you mean? The inability of certain types of narcissistic, sociopathic, you know, personalities. Oh, well, you're fake news, Lucas. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, (laughs) why is it why is it sinful to admit that you were wrong about something? It's not. And see, that's a that's a great quality to have. If you can admit that you're wrong and that you learned from it and grew from it, you're worth more to me as a person than someone who's like, fuck you, dude. I was not wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that, that's it. That's just the, that's the end of the day. Is It's like, it's okay if you're wrong sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is. You know? That's... That's being a human. Yeah. It seems to be a uh, grievance of when people get called out, you know. They not, get defensive. Not to diminish, you know, like a like a Me Too or any of the, you know, where, sure. where people will be called out on awful behavior. It's a baby dick move, Luke B. But really, all, all that they want is just say, I was wrong and I'm sorry. Yeah. And try to learn a lesson from it. 
Yeah. This is your brainology doctor telling you, you know, it's Wade okay. Ryan, it's, brainology it's okay. doctor. It's okay to be wrong or admit that you're wrong. It is. And to learn from it. Yeah. But if you have an inability to do that, yeah. like Luke P does. I think in every facet of life, relationships, work, friendships, mm-hmm. it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. It is. It sucks. It feels kind of gross at first. It's like, oh no, like I, I messed up. I made someone uncomfortable. But if now they, I'm uncomfortable. If they were really your friends or your lover or your coworker, they would understand. It's okay, dude. Yeah. Everyone fucks up. So that that's the sign of someone who's insecure, Luke B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just if if your first thought is, how am I going to preserve my shit, my image, and you don't, it never occurs to you to think. Could I be wrong? Yeah. Let me try to think outside. These of are my red flags. These are red flags. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's someone who has a lack of an interest in knowledge and growth. Exactly. Very well said. Couldn't have gotten there without you. Yeah. And yeah, I said gotten. <laughs> um, so, I mean, shit. I yeah. Mean, that's where we left off. This Luke P stuff is crazy. Yeah, it like, is crazy. <laughs> well, so. I can't wait for the next episode. No, likewise. Again, I am fucking on the edge of my seat. I'm riveted. Yes. Such a good season. It's an amazing season. This so as as everyone who's been following along from the beginning and if you haven't, I got weighed into watching this shit and he's had three horrible seasons <laughs> and this is the first one where I'm like, "See? This is why." It's paying <laughs> off. Like Paradise was good and then and then we And get then this, this like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Is great. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm Zach. I'm Wade. This has been I Love That. And you can uh, email your thoughts, questions, uh, psychological profiles. To your doctors of brainology. Yeah. Of, uh, I love that bachelor at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And we'll talk to you after the next episode. We hope you enjoy it. Pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye.